I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is Internet Marketing. to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Before we start today, uh, we'd like to encourage anyone looking for help with their digital marketing to get in touch with Site Visibility. Whether you have a burning digital marketing question or you're looking for an agency to work with, they'd love to hear from you. Give them a call, plus four four one two seven three seven three three four three three, or you can fill out the form at sitevisibility.co.uk slash contact Alternatively, you can talk to either Scott or Sean via their live chat function on the site. They'd be more than happy to help. Now, today I'm joined by James Sandoval, founder and CEO at Measure Match. Good morning, Andy, and it's great to be here. Thanks, James. Um, let's start off. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Measure Match. Uh, yeah, sure thing. So I am, as you can gather from the twang, yeah. I'm an American living in London. Uh, so yeah, I've been living in London for about 20 years. I moved here from Seattle with a digital media playing buying agency uh, that was called Avenue A, part of a, a broader group called Quantive that was sold into Microsoft, I think it was 2007. And um so yeah, I, I, you know, I'm a guy who's cut his teeth in the world of digital media planning and buying in agencies for ten years. So I did a couple of years in Seattle, two different two different times, but the vast majority of the time here in London with agencies like Cara, Definity, iProspects, Isobar. All of, all of those agencies are part of now what is called Dentsu Aegis Media, Dentsu Aegis Network. Um, and then I wrapped up uh, at an agency called Ogilvy, which is part of the WPP group. And so, so that's 10 years of really deep dive work in digital media planning buying starting in 1999. So I, you know, I was really lucky to, to kind of get swept up in, into the world of um, internet marketing. Mm. Loved it, worked 16 hour days at the very beginning uh, for a great part of the 10 years, in fact. Um, but for the last 10 years, because it's been a couple of decades now, I've been an entrepreneur. I've set up a couple of companies, always focused on trying to realize value from digital marketing technology systems mm. and the data that they collect. Um, and so that's, that's what I'm doing now in building the MeasureMatch professional services marketplace platform. 
Now, I'd like to talk, I'd like, because I'd like to come in from two angles on this, if I may. I'll, we'll start off talking a little bit about um, what Measure Match does and who might be interested and some, and some general stuff around that. But at the towards the end, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about how you set it up, but particularly fundraising. But before we get there, just mm-hmm. um, what sort of, because uh, it sounds to me like uh, sort of uh, technical professionals around the arena of internet marketing are the kind of people that you help find engagements for. Is that right? How, how does it sort of work? Yeah, so you're, you're, you're definitely right on the right track. So it is a platform, Measure Match is a platform that, enable, that enables the buying and selling of services, specifically a kind of professional services. Um, it's solely systems and data services. So on the demand side, buyers are marketing leaders, commerce leaders, analytics, products, lots of agencies and consultancies actually are coming in to buy services too. What they're doing is basically just reaching in to find individuals or teams to help them to advance um, you know, some, some marketing technology products, uh, whether it's you know, Adobe Analytics or Mixpanel or Segment or Full Story or you name it, there are thousands of these systems out there. Or, or these businesses, these business leaders need help to advance uh, insight or measurement or just the configuration of a system for data collection across a website or an app or, or, or lots of different environments. So um, that's what the buyers, who the buyers are and what they want on the supply side. The professionals, and we call them professionals or we call them independent consultants or their consultancies, agencies, systems integrators, we don't use the, 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 the kind of freelance term because it's such a mixed bag of amazing professionals. Mm. They're, they're like 4,000, around 4,000 in 60 countries currently today. And what we're seeing is, you know, you have the, uh, the matching of these two uh, kind of parts of the equation. So buyers come in and, and declare what they need. The service providers on the supply side say, I, I have these skills. Take a look at my profile. Let's talk. And they enter into contracts into our platform. They get together. They execute. And, um, and we, we handle all the way through to the end payment processing, ratings and reviews. And we see contracts get extended all the time. And that happens on a cross-border basis, which bleeds into, I think, you know, one of your other questions, which is kind of why. Why would we build this kind of a platform? And what does this mean relative to the future, the future of work, or how work happens today. Yeah. So increasingly, the way that it it's happening is is it's happening kind of through platforms like ours and lots of other ways, of course. Um, and it's and it's because we have just great ways to communicate, like you and I are doing right now. So we can do free calls through Zoom, through Skype, through Google Hangouts. Um, we have lots of free tools that we can use to be productive. And so it's no surprise there are a lot of professionals out there that are choosing to work independently because they can do that from anywhere mm. and they can work with clients and create value for businesses um, at, you know, at tremendous distances. So, so they don't really need to be in the same room. They don't need to be in a cubicle. So we're facilitating, again, that, that kind of value exchange um, through a platform, not unlike the way you know, Airbnb works. So I have to ask you, because this, uh, you must get this question a gazillion times a day, but how do you differ sure. from sort of existing platforms like, oh, I can't think of, oh, Upwork would be a good example. How, how do you differ from people like those? Yeah, so we get asked about Upwork and Fiverr yeah. regularly. Fiverr seems to have come up quite a lot lately. Yeah. But um, yeah, ex- extremely differently. Um, 
the framework is the same. So it's again, it's a marketplace for buyers and sellers. So these are all marketplace for buyers and sellers. Deliveroo is a marketplace for buyers and sellers. Yeah. So the difference for us is that we're again we're vertically oriented to solve for very specific business needs, right? Systems and data implementation, configuration, systems integrations, troubleshooting, and lots of data management, data engineering, and data science. But with an orientation around solving for marketing, commerce, customer experience, business needs. So that's pretty specific. We're also obsessed with quality, Mm. really, truly obsessed with quality. So we screen heavily on both sides of our core platform, the buyer-seller side. There's a third constituency I need to tell you about in just a moment, too. But um, so we interview all of the most relevant applicants on the supply side. So when a consultant or a consultancy or an agency applies to the platform to sell services, we look at the profile details. And we determine, okay, do we, does this look really right for us? Is it, is it a match? So it's a human choice for us. Um, and then we invite for an interview before we do an onboarding. So it's really more of an expectations management call more than anything. But uh, that means that the quality of the consultants and the consultancies on the supply side is second to none. It's amazing. Mm. And it's, it's part, part of the reason why our success rate for contracts is 100%. And, you know, and, and, like 4.5 to five star ratings for completed contracts. It's, you know, really happy customers. Mm. And on the demand side, we do the same thing too. So not all customers are welcome. Um, really, really, they really have to be very specific organizations, ideally with a budget, trying to solve very specific needs that are going to advance insight, you know, and marketing and commerce. And so we're, we're, we're really not there to solve for every problem under the sun, which is what an Upwork does. And to some degree, you know, there's, there's all, all kinds of things that you're going to get to experience through other platforms out there like an Upwork or a Fiverr that you will absolutely not experience in, in MeasureMatch because we're so focused and obsessed with quality. This third constituent, if I'm not going on for too long here, no, is really important too. Yeah, it's really important too. So we knew early on that um, in order to ensure that we're we're standing out, you know, really uniquely, that we're absolutely differentiated relative to the pack that's out there. That's, you know, like all of the me too's as well, because there's so many different services, marketplaces out there, some of which overlap with, with our core service areas. Absolutely. We knew that we needed to have a strategic partner participating as well. So yeah, we, we released something called service partner hubs. It's for technology vendors to participate in the, in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And their role is to verify the central role, there are the other things they can do too, is to verify the skills, capabilities, uh, certifications that the consultants and consultants in our marketplace claim to have. Oh, right. right. So they, they build up these profiles, they, they're communicating to prospective customers saying, hey, take a look at how amazing I am. I, I can do all these wonderful things. But now technology vendors are, are coming in and verifying some of their skills, specific technology skills. And so some of the technology vendors that are participating today include Heap, which used to be called Heap Analytics, um, Amplitude, Full Story, uh, Domo, Optimizely, um, and, and others are, are signing up to participate to do that. But they're also doing it because they see that they can scale out their service provider partner relationships yeah. in, a, in a, almost like a programmatic way. I mean, really easy, scalable way across the globe. And so we're helping to facilitate that as well. So it's, it's a great trust builder. We've done this primarily to add that extra layer of 
of confidence in clients when they come to the platform. Um, so we tell them that we interview uh, the, the consultants and consultancies. We're, we're trying to make certain that they're presented with amazing choice. But now with that additional layer of verification from technology vendors, it just gets that much more robust. So it sounds like a very uh, interesting business model you've got there with a sort of a structured verification process and obviously high quality and high specialization. We have to talk, uh, it seems almost criminal not to, not to just, just mention, mm. sort of zooming out several thousand miles and just looking at the general mm. landscape that, you know, we have seen this trend, haven't we, in the last, I don't know, decade, couple of decades where mm -hmm. uh, sort of enterprises have a fixed number of employees and a and a proportion that sort of swap in and out as they need them. Do you see this mm. trend uh, continuing as, as you move forward? Well, certainly now. Um, there's some kind of macro, you know, uh, trends that that play here. So in mature economies where the you know the unemployment rate is really low and it's you know really hard to find great people to come on into a company on a full time basis. Absolutely. So that's what we're seeing really regularly. For example, an agency out of New York yesterday um, signed up to the platform, submitted a project brief that looked a lot like a full time role, and so we had to have a call and I, you know we we had a chat. And, and I said, well, you know, our, our platform really isn't for fishing for full-time people. It's yeah. for, you know, project work. It's for really execution-oriented stuff. And the HR person that I spoke with there, and this is really kind of unique. It's not usually HR people who come in, but in this case it was. She said, we're actually looking for a full-timer, but we're more than happy to bring somebody in on a contingent basis, a contractor, mm -hmm. because we just have so many people that we need and so much work to get done. Yeah, let's just convert it into a contract, you know, in some contract language, um, and let's just get going because we, we just desperately need to get some stuff done for our clients. So that's common. That is what we see regularly. So businesses are basically desperate to get extra pairs of hands into the business mm. to solve problems for themselves or for their clients, like in agencies and consultancies. And so that's, that's great. I think things will probably change, though when the economy goes pear-shaped, right? And that feels like it's kind of an, an inevitability. It's been 10 plus years of phenomenal growth globally, right? Mm -hmm. um, and there are a lot of signs that things are going to go a little bit wobbly. And, and when that begins to change, the narrative will be, okay, how do we continue to be productive and operationally efficient and manage our costs differently? And so that will be a real core driver to come into marketplaces like, like ours. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, I want to talk about uh, change direction slightly now because I'm very interested in how you set up Measure Match. And specifically, I know you've got some interesting stories about how you tackled fundraising as well, haven't you, James? Yeah, so I came into building the Measure Match marketplace really off the back of my 10 years of digital media planning and buying work at various agencies, again, most of, the, most of that time in London. And I saw consistently over those 10 years, clients regularly well, didn't have a lot of the bandwidth uh, or the skills internally to get specific things done. Mm. No surprise, of course, they were working with agencies and I was in the agency, so they were, they were hiring us to do a lot of that stuff. But boy, were they still missing... Um, important team members or, you know, or just the skills, even on a part-time basis, just to get other things done. It really advanced the business forward to compete more effectively, to win, to, to see how customers behave differently, to optimize conversion rates, whatever the case may be. So that was a big insight. And then in the following 10 years, as I built a couple of my own businesses, well, that was that remained pretty consistent, but I did have experience using other platforms to you know to get some design work done, uh, to build some landing pages, and I thought there's got to be demand and uh, value in having a platform that has this orientation around solving for systems and data business needs, yeah, uh, on a on a direct kind of fishing through the internet basis. So that's roughly where it comes from. I'm not sure if that made a whole lot of sense. I feel like I didn't really describe that very well. It's you know it's it's based on what I saw in 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 my clients and customers in the past and and no surprise it's it's resonated quite well and we're on a pretty phenomenal growth curve in fact this year we will see up to a thousand client accounts in our platform this is our first year of, of purposeful trading by the way mm. um, that that actually has some kind of advertising and spend behind it and we will see potentially as many as 10,000 consultants consultancies agencies participating on the supply side of the marketplace by the end of the year so we're mm. we're thinking 2019 is a really great jumping point into 2020 which i think we we're expecting is going to be a really breakout year um, but to get to this point requires you know, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, as you probably heard from other entrepreneurs. Mm, yes. And on the fundraising point, yeah, fundraising, fundraising is 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 a, a boy. It's you know, it's it's a job in and of itself. Again, that's that seems to be commonly a, a common story, and it's extremely hard. The way that I went about it is that I went into my professional network pretty much exclusively. Um, and I imagine that's what most people do. Although a lot of entrepreneurs feel like they can quickly secure funding from 
you know, institutional sources, venture, uh, VC organizations, and otherwise, that's especially hard if you don't really have something to, to show. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, we didn't really have anything to show in the beginning, of course, and so I just went to my, my professional network and I tapped people that I worked with, my former, you know, bosses, you know, business leadership and organizations, and managed to raise, so far, not a whole lot of money, about 650,000 pounds. And, um, but the thing that I've learned mostly is that it takes extraordinary persistence. There was, there were so many times where I got in touch with someone who I thought would be, uh, you know, really relevant because of skill set and experience and also, um, seen seniority and probably may have, may have some spare cash in the bank to make an investment. I got in touch one time, two times, three times four times, and it's like in the fifth or sixth time, mostly by email, um, the response was, James, thanks for, thanks for trying. Thanks for repeatedly getting in touch. I've been meaning to get, in, to get back to you. I'm in. Right? So it's those kinds of experiences that told me, wow, you really have to be very persistent, very repetitive, and it, it gets cringeworthy. But it, but, it, it, but, but it can pay. So it just has to be a real slog and you have to push really hard. And it's um, you know, so long as you have the network. And that's probably the most important advice that I give to any budding entrepreneur or professional is build your professional network. Invest into it carefully in a very calculated way. Mm. I leverage LinkedIn all the time, but all my connections I, I, I've known or I've worked with, I've met, um, that can pay sub- substantial dividends if you want to go down the entrepreneurial route. Yeah, it just illustrates the power of networks, doesn't it? I've always believed very much in networks. And uh, do you, do you, because I know that some people say you should nurture your networks and keep in touch with people on a regular basis. Do, do, do you agree with that? Or what, what's your approach with networks? Uh, I'm a bit more ad hoc. I, 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 I think it's, yeah, if you, if you can somehow message to your network directly and it's harder these days, it used to be that LinkedIn allowed you to export you know, email addresses from your account and then you could do broad based, uh, mailings. Uh, so they, they killed that unfortunately, because I think, yeah, some folks just really took advantage of it and spammed the hell out of their, their networks and they really weren't genuine connections. So that's unfortunate, but, um, they, they were, val- I, d- I used to do that. So they were valuable for me. And I tried to be very sensitive and careful about the messaging that I sent out there, not to be wholly commercial. But again, it's not easy to do today. Yeah. But if you can, yes, I think it's really great to stay in touch. It's just, you know, it's simple communication. If you can keep it, um, keep it personal, uh, keep it real value oriented, not really just a just hard sell, then of mm-hmm. course, people are going to really be interested to know how you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, what you're doing and, and exchange ideas, especially if it's in a, in a, in a business context. Well, James, thanks so much for coming on. Um, just just to give our audience uh, something to think about as they as they sort of go on their way. Just going back to the what your business does, which is connecting sort of professionals to people that need them. What would your top tip be for uh, professionals out there in this sort of consultant systems data type area? Mm. What would your top tip be for sort of staying well connected and employed? Or engaged, yeah. in a better word. Uh, well, on the on the supply side, on the kind of service provider side, I would say certifications are increasingly important um, for many 
independent consultants, they don't really see it that way, and they, they don't really invest the time as much as they should to achieve these certifications, partly because certifications in a lot of cases are really easy to do, and they're like, why should I bother? Yeah. Uh, but do it anyway, is what I would say. Do it anyway, because it's going to help make your positioning through platforms like ours, and there'll be more of these platforms to participate in, and there'll be great revenue sources. So why not make your profile, your the picture of you more robust? These certifications, I think, are really great. The other is on, on the demand side for clients, my advice is really think openly about working with someone who you will probably meet, never meet face-to-face. So uh, someone you engage who's operating remotely. That it should be the norm today. It absolutely is not. You know, it's just not a natural thing to do for a lot of organizations. Yeah. And but that that openness to remote, I think, is critically important, especially as economies become much more robust and and the, the buying of selling of certain services uh, it is increasingly borderless. So um, there, there are many organizations that still come to the Mesh Mesh Marketplace and say, no, we need somebody who's going to be in our office every day. You know, in these four walls. And we have to tell them, well, we're remote for first, so you're, you may not have the best experience. So try try to be more remote oriented. That's my advice on the on the demand side, the client side. Remote. That's our, oh, we could have a whole show on just remote working. Actually, that would be really good. But thanks so much mm. for coming on the show, uh, James. Um, how can our listeners uh, find out more about you, more about Measure Match? Uh, wow. Yeah. Measurematch.com. Uh, there's no space between measure and match as you can imagine, certainly not for the domain or even the, the brand, but, uh, my, my Twitter handle is check your fuel. It's a bit of a story behind that. So check your fuel. I, it's basically check my, it's, it's, it's a message to myself. It's always check my assumptions. <laughs> and, uh, otherwise you, you can send me a, an email at james at measurematch.com. We'll put those on the show notes. Thanks so much, James. And uh, thanks, listeners, for listening. The show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.co.uk slash podcast. Uh, if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review. That would be good. Questions and suggestions, and even guest suggestions and future topics, things like that. The email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet at sitevisibility. Um, if you want to continue the conversation, remember we have a site visibility group on LinkedIn. So that's all from me, Andy. And it's all from James. Thank you. That's, that, was, that was great. Love that. Thanks for coming on, James. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.